When we're in a diet, we're in the old self trying to control it. I know what I can do. Diets, you know, may be a solution, but they work until they don't work anymore. And not only that, we're miserable. We're miserable, miserable during. I was on a very strict gray sheet diet for a year. Miserable every day trying to control it. And, you know, it wasn't even worth it anymore. And that day came when I finally just gave in. I said, look, that's it. I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then also I thought, well, what's the big deal? Okay, so I lost the weight. I got to my goal weight. Uh, you know, it wasn't like the, the world changed. Everything and people were bowing at my feet. So, well, why not go back to the thing? But it's only through the design for living that perception change. And again, I say, we are talking earlier about food, about life in general. And the, what I'm, the spiritual awe comes in when we started to get centered. And we realized that, you know, we were made in God's image to be happy, joyous, and free. But we take it upon ourselves through the intellect to try to figure out the way somebody, what a person says to us, the, what they think about us, we, we get self-centered fear. We're in fear. The ego, easing the higher consciousness out. So, directly related to the food. What I have here is I have, again, I, I like this book. It's the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions uh, from Overeaters Anonymous. It's a, basically, it's, um, you know, it's second edition. But anyway, in the beginning, I'll just read, you know, one of the readings we're here. Again, this is for all addictions anyway and for all things about life, but they do now, they include it in here, but are not limited to overeating, undereating, food addiction, anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, overexercising, purging, and other compulsive food behaviors. The word compulsion here comes from the ego. The ego says, I'm going to, look, a lot of us think if we don't have this food, we're going to die, which is ridiculous because we have all this food and then we just want more and more in this country here. So here we go. So it's the ego, but on step, the solution is in the first paragraph it says here on page 17. It has been said that the first three steps of Oviter's Anonymous are simply, I can't, right? We're powerless over it. That's step one. God can. We can be restored to sanity. Again, we got to realize we're insane. See, once we, I realized where the problem was, was in my insane thinking, I always thought I could control it, but how could my insane thinking in my relation to my addiction or anything else in my life, which it was related to everything, but it's a momentary pleasure. We can have total permanent bliss and awe within us when we come, go to our spiritual side. It was always there, we, but we buried it what's called the defects of character. For a lot of people here, it's all about a 12-step program, step four. It's about the self, selfishness, self-centeredness. That was our problem. We lose the self to find the self. So when we're reborn, getting rid of the old self, and this is directly related to our food. Step one, we're powerless over. I could put food, I could put alcohol, I could put drugs, but I could put everything in there. Because my thinking was based on what people told me. How about what, you know, with the food, the corporations? My whole life as a child on the TV, all I saw these commercials, you walk in a supermarket. We were brainwashed, brainwashed. So you gotta have a new way of thinking. Step two says we have to be restored to sanity. A diet is just saying, I'm going to push that insanity under the rug. I'm going to try to control it. But again, our crazy thinking can't do that. We need a design for living, a perception change. And we get that directly related to our addiction to everything in life through these steps. And it goes on to say, in step one, we became convinced that we could manage neither our eating nor our other problems by self-will alone. And I'm so glad they put our other problems because I always tried and I... Here, heard some people the first time I heard it, step one said we're powerless over everything. My, I always had all these self-help books. I went to all of these professionals to try to figure out why I was upset, miserable. Sometimes, you know, we talk about depression of the past or anxious about the future. 
Couldn't figure it out. No matter how hard I tried, no matter how hard I tried with the food and with the drugs and the alcohol and getting people to like me. And it was only through the perception change. But then it goes on to say, in step two, we added that this acceptance of utter helplessness, a newfound faith there exists in a power greater than us that can restore us of the obsession with food and restore us to sanity in all areas of our life. It repeats it again in all areas. Believe me, this is true. It is so true because, again, if you're here, even whatever your addiction is and whatever your problem in life is and whatever your... If you woke up in self-centered fear or depression this morning, it all has to do with the self. You, we could be what's called reborn. You know, it talks about that. When we get out of the self, you know, God created us to be happy, joyous, and free. He gave us a perfect body, our our heart knows how to, you know, uh, to beat. Our breathing is, is it, the, the whole system is totally amazing. The whole universe has perfect order, right? The stars are up. They're not falling down on top of us, whatever it is. We were also created with a mind that could be happy, joyous, and blissful. Just as a child is before we started to think. It's our stinking thinking that got in our way with what people told us when we were younger. They said we had to be more better in school, better in sports, whatever it was, like the movie stars, we had to be popular, whatever. And But also with the food, all we got was the brainwashing on the only way. They sing, you know, I listen to these commercials. It's, they, first of all, they should be illegal like cigarette smoking was. In the, in the, when they got rid of that, they started to say, you have to put on the packaging a skull and crossbones showing how poisonous it is. But the same with the food, it's killing us. We know that. And we, we, but we were brainwashed again. The TV commercial will have a song and they'll show. It's amazing how, how sick it is and how devastating. It's a poison they sell and they'll show a commercial and the music and the family and that this is the whole answer to all your problems. You know, temporarily it was, but on the other side was just as much devastation. So the whole key is this. Look, we can be happy, joyous, and free. We can move on from this. We can have that's called that spiritual awakening. We can have it right now at the meeting here. We don't have to wait. Realizing that our thinking, thinking from the ego with the food. Again, to me, through God consciousness, I want what's created by God. The other stuff is processed food. Processed food has three or four times the calories. And I always say, because we were talking before, I was, I was saying, you know, look, I eat a whole food plant-based diet. Again, whole food plant-based diet. And I said to people eat, you know, protein. Well, that's fine. Or whatever diet you're on. Well, first of all, make moderation through God consciousness. Again, God gave us the perfect thermostat in our brain, but we interfere with it on how much to eat. You know, some people, when we get normal sanity, stay within one pound of their weight their whole life of what their weight should be. But we, we interfere with it. And the one thing that God gave us the ability to do, everything else is autonomic when we digest the food, but he gives us the ability to take our hand and put it in our mouth. And we screw that up. You know, the one thing we can do, we screw up through the self, the intellect. When we get scented, we'll have that God consciousness with the food, with life, realizing life isn't just all about the ego, it's about the joy and happiness and bliss which is in here. And that's why I started out by saying spiritual awe. When we get the spiritual side and lose the self, there's nothing left but happiness. Again, a child, or I use the example of a puppy dog doesn't have that higher intellect way of thinking or a kitten. They're just happy to say the best day of life is every day. Think about it. Every time you're upset, every time you're going back to your addiction, it's about, it's about the self. What are you thinking about? The self. If I only could do better than other people, if I could only have this big plate of food, right? All of these things in our life, we get crazy. On page 25, I'm going to read this, and there is a solution it's called. So it says here what the solution is this. On the middle of the page, the great fact is just this and nothing less that we've had deep and effective spiritual experiences, experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, 
towards our fellows and towards God's universe. So what is that spiritual experience? What is it when the light goes on? For me, it was when I realized where the problem was. It was me and my stinking thinking towards the food. Now I'm glorious in the way. And I always use this example here. It's amazing. This is God's gift here. This alone transferring. And, you know, it's not like some people say, well, I drink eight gallons of water a day, whatever it is. Even if I have one or two sips, I have a lot more than that. But this is the only liquid I have, basically. And I glorify when I taste the taste of water. So amazing. You know, I don't want to goop up my mouth with all of these drinks with 800 calories, 500 calories, and all that garbage they put in, all that processed stuff. Again, drinking the water and glorifying in it. In the water, and I have here God's gift of fruit. I have here a potato. Again, a potato is a perfect example. The reason why is because the potato is so perfect is because people say, well, that's a bad diet food. It has a lot of calories. No, for its size, it doesn't. The problem, again, is what we do with the potato. We, put, we fry it three times the calories. I don't know. I, I've seen it with everything on it you can imagine. With ketchup is all sugar, right? You know, cheese. I don't know. I, they used to have years ago these places that would open up and they put everything, I don't know, bacon on it, whatever it is. But when I, when I have those old processed stuff, when I have taste now, it tastes so glorious. When I have the water and I have a potato, uh, these are called butter, butter potatoes, whatever it is, their own taste is so delicious. Never mind, if you really want to go crazy and taste something so delicious that tastes like candy, have a sweet potato. But these things aren't going to taste well at first if you have a donut and you put all these things in your palate or even diet soda, that synthetic sugar. Corporations spend trying to figure it out, ruins your palate. It's like putting a a jet fuel in your car. It drives your brain, your mind, your, your tongue, your palate crazy, your taste buds, but also, again, look at all those chemicals in it. There's 50 ingredients in your food. Pick up a packaging at home. Uh, it's amazing. All of those are by psychologists and scientists and psychologists try to figure out what's going to make you addictive. Those chemicals right go to right to the hypothalamus of your brain. All those chemicals. I said, I'm a registered pharmacist and I can't even pronounce. I have a list here of 50 chemicals. And I said, somebody said, why don't you send me the list? I said, well, you have to do at home or in your supermarket, pick up a package and look at the label. 25, 49 ingredients. 49 of the 50 of them are are poison. I also have here an orange, you know, an orange, an apple. And I eat beans and I eat, you know, this is just an example. I eat all God's gift to us. And, and you know, I put sometimes a hot sauce, but I don't put all, you go to a restaurant, they're the worst places. They'll put like, you look at a plate, they put pasta in there and you can't even see it. Most of it's all sauce and, and, and sugar. What's in salt, oil, and sugar? SOS, salt, oil, and sugar. Even those health food bars, and I always talk about, look at the ingredients, how much poison they are. These things, the corporations, again, tell us they're healthy for us. And how about you go to a place like Whole Foods, their salad bar or their food bar? Salt, oil, and sugar. Salt, oil, and sugar. You're tasting salt, oil, and sugar, all the processed stuff. So we have a definitely, definitely have a better way of doing this. And I have here a can of uh, peas, and I have here uh, uh, beans, you know, beans and peas and these things from the ground, and, and just amazing. It's just, it's just when I have that, I want nothing else. Can you imagine that? I'm glorious in my diet. I had that spiritual awe towards God's gift of the food, towards the water. Spiritual awe. Just amazing, the clarity in this. Do you realize that? You can have that perception change. No, what our perception changes, change. You know, people say, well, what is this spirituality? What is this faith and belief? Well, let me tell you this. And it says in We Agnostics on page 54, we had faith and belief all the time. People say they don't have faith in money, success, and all these things. But what is our faith and belief in when we're in our addiction? What the corporations told us. Do you want to believe the big lie that all these synthetic things and 
high caloric things that are killing us are the answer that cause and stimulate the chemicals to have more food and they're not satisfying. Again, you can be starving eating 10,000 calories a day because they don't have the nutrients. All that synthetic garbage and stuff. You know, and then I like to, I want to hear everybody else, but I, I mean, this meeting is going to, it's amazing when you hear the shares. And even before we had some interesting discussions about the whole thing. Hey, it's a simple program. The spiritual awakening is letting go. Letting go. There's nothing more to say. And I tell the story about the king who went and he saw the, the pauper. He was a beggar in the street. And every time the king walked by, the guy was so happy and joyous and, and everything. And the king finally went up to him. He's with his guards. And he said to the guy, you got to tell me, what is it that makes you so happy every day? And the guy, the guy says, I, I don't know. He said to the king, I can't think what it was. I'm just very, very happy. So the, the guy said to his guards, the king said to his guards, go and choke the guy until he tells us. So the guard goes over and keeps on choking and cho choking the guy. And finally the guy just looks at the guard and says, let go, let go, let go. <laughs> so that That's all it is. Oh, the old self, which is a compilation. Society told us we had to do all these crazy things to be happy. Get centered. You know, this alone. You know, do you realize, hey, look, I'll look at it this way. And I, I thought about this that I heard that, you know, in a dewdrop, talk about water. In the dewdrop on a gas, the whole world reflects it. The whole world is in this. And again, your relationship with people, the, the joy and the happiness and compassion, love and understanding, those are buried by our defects of character. When we're out of self, we have nothing left but to be happy. That's the way we created. Believe me, stop thinking of yourself. Don't take yourself so seriously and, you'll be, and all of a sudden you'll wake up in the morning. You can even accept your own death. So what could be worse than that? But anyway, okay, the 10-step promises, which says here, you know, this book is amazing. The first 164 pages, this is all true. For a lot of people come to this program and say, all oh, the steps, the schmeps, this, <laughs> and the spirituality, what is it all about? It doesn't mean anything, but go to page 80, 84 in the big book. And then we'll go right in and hang in. We're gonna, it's tremendous uh, the shares of the people and what they have to say. And you could say whatever you want. Also put information in the chat. And uh, you can announce meetings or whatever you want. Put your number in there. And we have like a family here. A lot of people connect with each other and find a lot of recovery here. And it says, 10-step uh, promises. We have ceased fighting anyone or anything. Always fighting because I never knew where the solution was. The problem was everything out there. Everybody else was the problem until I realized I couldn't. Look, you have a broken down car. You can't fix the problem until you realize where the problem is. So it says here, by this time, sanity will have returned. Step two said we're insane. We're insane towards our attitude towards food, right? If you're, again, if you're bulimic, anorexia, you're a binge eater, whatever you do, compulsive, whatever it is, your attitude towards people, worrying about what people say or think about you, that's insanity. What does it even matter in this whole big universe? You know, it's just a, we are seldom interested in liquor or food for tempted recoil as a hot flame. We react sanely and normally we will find this will happen automatically those amazing words but they're true when we get scented and i say my my diet program of these 12 steps it really works we'll see that our new attitude towards liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part it just comes this is on page 85 that is the miracle of it we are not finding it neither are we avoiding temptation we feel as though we've been placed in position neutrality safe and protected we have not even sworn off sworn off Instead, the problem has re been removed. Not even sworn off, the problem has been removed. Now, most of the people here are going to say, well, this is all nonsense, right? This is all, what are you talking about? The other way doesn't work. You know yourself, 95% of diets fail. 95% when I read a self-help book and they told me how to contend with a difficult person in my life, they did it fail. It's only when I got centered. I got consciousness. You know, love conquers all. If somebody's trying to push, most of the time was something, imagine my brain, they were trying to, 
they were doing this to me. I was felt persecuted. But the but the other part was even if it was true, you know, we have these when we do you do come to these meetings, we talk about the sick man prayer, have love and patience and tolerance for people, you know. And uh, you know, and for ourselves too, and the same with this addiction. If we get into the self-recrimination, the guilt and the shame of what we binged yesterday, we're back into the, the addiction again. Be glorious and happy every day, and your perception will change. You look at God's gift of the food, you wouldn't want the corporation's nonsense anymore. You know the truth from the false, hey, the truth will set you free. You know, you had very powerful, and we have a solution. And, and I'm glad you, it's about all addictions and problems in life. It says that in step one, we could put anything in there. And thank you for your share. We got a great question in, in the uh, chat. Somebody said, is this, is this meeting for beginners? I got to just say, I've seen people come to these meetings for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And did they get it? Because sometimes they're in the problem, not the solution. So we, I was always, when I was miserable, my whole life I was in the problem. But we have a solution. We just heard Elena, you know, talk about the solution here and other people when they're, they're sharing. And so a beginner, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. Come in and you look at those steps on the wall and step one said we're powerless. Sometimes I have to question, did somebody read step one, right? And a lot of times the steps in this whole first 164 pages of the big book just aren't important. It's a spiritual solution. When we let go and have that spiritual awakening, it could be in, it could be in the first meeting you come to. Or it could be 30 or 20. Some people say after 20 years, they finally get it. But when we get the whole thing, it's a simple program. We get out of the self. We can have that awakening towards our addictions, towards life in general. Because, hey, when we're upset, we're thinking of the self, right? And with the food, it has to do with the ego wanting more. I know I, the ego says, I got a great idea. I'll eat all this food. I'll feel better. 